It's the babiest episode. Awfully salty yet. Two men and a baby. It's two men and a baby. It's the first Greg and Bobby's Bobby and Greg show in a long time. But we're back. And we're more intimate than ever. I don't want to spoil it, but we had a baby. We (laughs) were so intimate, we had a baby. Are you saying? She's like, what are you on about, eh? I have thoughts of the new movie universe. <laughs> hmm. Hey, Bobby, happy free hamburger day. Is it free hamburger day? Apparently. Where? Can I get a free hamburger? All around the world. I mean, aside from my in-laws where I'm getting a free hamburger later. Well, now you can get a free one from a place of repute as well. Such as? Uh, well, what What do you want to know? MacD's? I don't. I don't know. Jake's Wayback Burger. Uh, oh, Jake's Five Wayback. guys. Jake's Wayback is delicious. Jake's Wayback um, is a good burger. Burger King. Eh, burger King's just okay. Chili's? I don't get that. Oh. Carl's weird. Jr.? Uh, uh, I don't think any of these are even by me. What happened to Carl Sr.? You ever wondered that? He passed. Ah, uh, poor guy. Yes. So one day it'll be Carl's the thirds. Yeah, well, if, any, if he graduates on time. Carl threes. Yeah, he's supposedly just partying it up in college. Thinks he's, <laughs> li- he's some guy named Carl just showing up to a party and throwing sandwiches at people. Oh God, I'm heir to the Burger Empire. <laughs> uh, there's, uh, I never understood the difference between Carl Juniors and Hardee's. There is no difference. They're owned by the same company. I don't know why. See, then why the fuck are they different? Because you can get no another. Idea. You can get a, a free burger from Hardee's as well. You can. I, I don't. I have. I, I don't know. It's. It could be one of those weird things where like. They were two separate companies at one point, and then they got one bought the other, and they just kept the name because it had recognition in certain areas in the country. She gets weird, man. I, Very I weird. Say. Uber and then, eats. And then before you know it, you're watching uh, you're watching Paris Hilton chow down in the middle of the Super Bowl. Oh man, do you remember those commercials? Those like yeah. weirdly they sexualized st- hamburger commercials. They still make them. They still make them. The most recent one they did was Ronda Rousey. <sighs> wow. I'm very, I'm very thrown away that they're still just, even... just pounding a triple decker cheeseburger. Good for, good for her. She's, I guess. Seems like the only thing she can pound lately. Oh, yes. That's not true. She can. Oh, I'm definitely taking that out. <laughs> Coming for you, Rhonda. <laughs> so speaking of Ronda Rousey pounding cheeseburgers, uh, you know who else enjoys a good cheeseburger? Who, Bobby? Robert Downey Jr. on the set of Iron Man Homecoming. I mean, Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> I really wish we, that was true. That would have been a great transition. The, uh, we got the... That would have been a great transition, wouldn't it? Can I, can I relate it to shawarma somehow? Uh, I'm sure they'll make a shawarma joke somehow. You think so? Uh, that's, they'll that's they'll like, what's, pass the shawarma joint and he'll be like, at oh, the, I'll At be the there. very end of the movie, uh, Tony Stark oh. is going to go out for lunch oh, with yeah. Peter and he's going to bring him shawarma wrapped up in some, some tinfoil. Oh, yeah. Fun fact about Robert Downey Jr. When you see him, when you see him snacking in a scene, it's just because he's hungry. It's not because it's in the script that the person's eating or anything. Well, there you go. Well, he just works it into the scene. It's like uh, Brad Pitt always has to eat in any movies. Does he? Yeah, someone did like a whole like. There's like a whole list of ones that like Tom Cruise always has to run in any movie he's in. Um, oh well, yeah. And Brad, if you like, if you go back and look at Brad Pitt's movies, there's always a scene where he's eating. Well then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know people who are that dedicated to that. I'll uh, I'll look out for that when I watch War Machine. Yeah, it'll be in there. He'll be eating something, something, perhaps some falafel. 
Oh my. Uh, is that racist? Yeah, I don't know. Is, isn't that a Middle Eastern? Or is that... I don't know. Is, Middle Eastern, is that a considered a Middle Eastern... Like the, the hot dog of the Middle Eastern world? <laughs> <laughs> Let's chalk it up to, uh, to ignorance on our part. Let's chalk it up to cultural insensitivity. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, I, genuinely, I do not know. I have no idea. What is the, what is the Iraqi hot dog? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's in Afghanistan in that movie, though. I thought it was the start of the Iraq War. No, I think it's the start of the Afghani. Afghanistan. All right. What is the Afghanistan hot dog? Uh, um, probably boiled rocks. Boy. <laughs> Speaking of cultural insensitivity. Wow. <laughs> Spider-Man. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> Coming for you, Ronda Rousey and Afghanistan. <laughs> I'm a brave warrior. I don't know. What yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I... Do your worst, internet. Come uh, at me, bro. Ooh. Um. Yeah, Spider Man. Look, I I'm okay with. Uh. I guess I shouldn't say I, I'm okay with the concept of what they were doing. Um. In fact, I quite. I, I actually kind of like what they're doing in theory of having these guys show up in other movies and being like, hey. Yeah. I'm a big deal, and I'm influencing people to come because that's how it really kind of should happen. Like mm-hmm. they should be looked at as like you know these legacy people who have impacted the greater Marvel universe. I'm not really cool with like halfway through the movie becoming an Iron Man movie, but hey, see that's I actually got to make that disagree paper. Agree a little bit there. I think the first half of the movie is going to be an Iron Man movie, and the second half is going to be a Spider Man movie. Either way, whatever half. You don't like that half. I don't. I'm not going to be. I do enjoy any scene with Robert Downey Jr. He really make. If it was a bad actor playing Tony Stark and they were just forcing it down my throat, I would be more upset with it. But I'm not going to complain when I see Downey Jr. in a role. But I think they're going to get a little. My fear is that they got a little too carried away with it. Um, This is not a Doctor Strange pops up in Thor Ragnarok situation where you know he's going to be there for like 15 minutes and then he's going to be out. Yeah. So it, it'll be he'll be a major part of the. Um, <laughs> Can't wait to cut out that crinkle chip. Yeah, I hit this bag that's right here. Just Let me carried right into the microphone. Yeah, we'll just you know. Uh, apparently, we're uh, professionals. We're super professionals. <laughs> Though it is a shopping bag, it's not a crinkle chip bag. I should say. Okay. I should I should give you a peek behind the curtain. Whatever crinkle chips. Um. It's uh, but there's also parts in that movie that I'm like finally. Like, there's finally moments in, in Spider-Man Homecoming that we've seen so far that are, like, holy shit, like, if a boat is splitting in half, of course Iron Man would show up to save it. Like, yeah. finally, you get that moment where, like, well, why don't they just call so-and-so? Why don't they just call the other guys? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're finally addressing that, even if it's a little, like, ham-fisted and kind of in your face about it. But, uh, I think that's, I think it's, it, it's a good first step onto what should be, like, a more natural blend. What is I'm going sorry. on over there? I'm pretty sure my kid just shit herself. Who doesn't in my shit lap. themselves? That's what she thinks of Iron Man showing up. Yeah, wow. The baby has spoken. Through her ass. Through her through her a-hole. Anyway. But yeah. If um if they keep it if they keep it tight in terms of like let's not get too carried away with the Downey Jr. stuff, um I think it is a good first step, and I think it's a good way to like they can look at this going forward and be like, all right, let's do a little bit more of this, a little bit less of this. So, who knows? Maybe eventually we'll get to the point where there are no more Marvel titles where it's just one character and instead there's a bunch 
you know, popping in and out. Then they're just all team movies. Yeah, like, like just we'll like, have like buddy cop movies. Yeah. yeah, we'll have like the Avengers and like uh, I don't even know what else. Fuck else. They should do like different Avengers, like the Mighty Avengers, and we'll have oh like yeah, the they Avengers they could easily do like a Hawkeye and Widow movie together, or like you know, and like and they could use oh, like Ant Man and the Wasp. Like yeah, yeah, eventually yeah get. exactly. That could work. I could be okay with that. Uh, I think think me and Brian are much more optimistic about this movie than you and Jared are. The international trailer made me more excited than the original trailer, than the American trailers did. So last week, apparently, the third international trailer dropped, and Jared sent that to us in our chat, and I watched it, and that was the first trailer I watched and went, damn. I want to see this movie. He's he's really good as Peter. I gotta say. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's great. a great Peter. So for those so. of you who haven't seen it, search International Trailer Three if you want to watch it. But it starts out with him doing like a vlog, I guess you'd call it, like his, yeah. his own like like he he's carrying his phone around with him and taking videos of himself doing all the stuff he did during Civil War, and like you get to see these little snippets when he wasn't actually on cam during Civil War and it's great it's really fantastic stuff and then the rest of the trailer is dedicated to fleshing out Michael Keaton's vulture in a way that hasn't been done in the American trailers the American trailer is just like hey I'm a bad dude and I use alien tech that I found in in this one it really feels like he's um, he's motivated by what the Avengers kind of bring to the to the world sorry I got a joking baby I really wanted him to be like just a straight comedy. Like I, I for some reason I really want Keaton to just go full Beetlejuice on this. <laughs> uh, I would love it. They should do a Superior Foes movie just and star him. It, it would be a, he would be great in that role. At which one? If the he shocker? was, if he was, if they just Boomerang? took his, if they took, if all right, in the rubble of this movie, after they, after Vulture's defeated, a spoiler for Spider-Man: Homecoming, he's gonna get defeated. Um, <laughs> exclusive, exclusive. Uh, they should literally just have a spin-off movie where he's he is teaming up with Boomerang, and they're doing their own superior foes movie. Uh, no. Yeah, I would watch that. I would watch it a yeah, million times. Sure, yeah. we'd watch it. Nobody else would. Michael like, Keaton. Ten people would show up to the theater for that. Michael Keaton flexing the, the comedy chops would be just the best because he's got it. He's so fucking funny. He will never do another comedy again. I think he I'm, will. I'm throwing that out there. Really? I didn't think he'd ever do another comic movie. So. Oh, that's true. That's very true. I hope they make a joke about Nikes in this. They won't. Yeah, but they should. <laughs> they should. If I was writing this movie, I, I would make a joke about it. That's why we'd be making the big bucks. That's right. Making Marvel those, would only call us. Making those spider bucks. Everybody, now that we've discussed Spider-Man Homecoming, Jen's finally joined us. Yeah, she really mailed that one in. She did. Do you want to, now that she's here... Wait, Jen, do you watch... You didn't watch Arrow, right? Okay. Uh, fuck Arrow. Let's just skip it, because we don't really watch it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we had with some... You want to talk about it anyway? I feel like it'd be great if we talked about it, but having no experience, <laughs> no experience in the season at all. All, all right. my, my whole knowledge of Arrow consists of the fact that there's a lot of working out scenes with no shirts. Yes. See, that's what most people's experience with it is. I Though in his credit, he did kill the American Ninja. He was on American Ninja Warrior this week, and he fucking crushed the course. He, he didn't finish, oh, I saw he didn't finish the course, though. 
No, he did finish it. Jared said he volunteered to go back and do it again to raise more money, and he did. Oh, is that why? I was watching a stream, and then I eventually went back in the middle of working, and I saw he fell into the pool. And that might like, have been during the second one. I was like, this is fake news. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Patty Jenkins, did you know she was tapped to direct Thor 2? Uh, you know, I did know that. And she passed And she left it. because yeah. uh, she didn't. there were creative disagreements with Marvel. I mean, like, good call on her part, because that was great, the worst. Great call. That was our. That was probably the second worst movie in the entire MCU. What was your first worst? Ultron. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, and you that. can make an argument either way, but in my opinion, it's. No, I, I, I agree with that. I think that's the worst. I've heard you guys complain about Ultron, but I still think that uh, Doctor that. Strange is the worst. Oh boy, I'm glad Brian's not here for that. Oh. Well, I listened to the last episode, the 50th episode that you guys did without me. There are so, uh, we you, did. Were, you had class. Yeah. <laughs> Don't act like you weren't invited. That's right. I wanted to be there. Uh, yeah, we have serious disagreements with Brian's top three comic book movies of all time. <laughs> this is kind of like the time. Uh, this guy like that time Joe put like Groot in the greatest. <laughs> no, he put Ant Man. He put Ant Man as the number one hand to hand combatant in the MCU. And that was great. Oh, that was one of my God favorite moments. He had Star Lord in the top. Yeah, five. it was one of those things where Joe just made it up as he went because he didn't. Wow. He, he was not prepared when he showed up. It was really wow. good. It was one of the funniest moments I've ever been a part of. Oh God, I think we have ten minutes of straight laughter out of that one. That was a test episode oh too. God. We didn't actually air that. I don't think. No, I don't think we did. That episode was hilarious, though. Oh, man. But, um... Mm-hmm. Alright, so what were we supposed to talk about? Okay, so Arrow Season talk about 5 finale. Some real shit went down. A, a lot of shit went down. Like, to the point where I might actually pick it up again next season. I might just watch that episode. I might do that, too. But, I mean, that's easy to do. I don't know half the characters, but, yeah. Um, so... Apparently there was a big finale where, like... 90% of the characters who are still alive uh, that you would know as core characters died when the main villain of the season blew up the island that Oliver was stuck on for, you know, however many years. The flashback. That sounds a lot like what they did on Supernatural. Oh, boy. Did they just murder everyone? Apparently they killed and Cass, they killed the Crowley. Oh, Crowley's gone. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, uh, but apparently I don't remember, it was... I don't remember that happening. I thought Dean and Sam jumped into the pit, and that was the end of the season, the series. Oh, yeah, that no, you're right. That's series. where it ended. That's how it ended. Yeah. Yep. There, Dean there said no yes to Michael, after. and then Sam and Dean fell in the pit. <laughs> fell in the pit. The way it was there supposed to There were no more episodes after that. But yeah, they killed Cass. But, and like, Misha Collins, who plays Cass, like, immediately blew the lid off the... He's like, there's a future for Cass on the show, guys. He, like, posted it on Twitter. Of course yeah, like, oh, okay. Tumblr probably they're, lost its fucking shit. Yeah. So, they're not... I mean, they can't have a series without him. She definitely shit herself. I mean, they back. definitely... They oh, definitely sorry. can. Keep of, talking Supernatural. Oh, God, there was more. They've done it before, uh, and they will... Keep talking Supernatural. Speaking, speaking of shitting oneself... Keep talking yeah. about Supernatural. I'll I gotta say, right this back. baby has very timely shits, because she did this, as we were discussing, another <laughs> shitty product. Oh, look at the little outfit. That she soiled. Babies. Aw, what a cute poop. Oh, he's got a Top Gun poster. Sequel confirmed. <laughs> By the way, great oh, sequel, goodness. already in the works. Yeah, that show sucks, and I hate the yeah, world it, for it, keeping it, it alive. It really does. I really only watched the season finale because that's the most I can put up with because that's where stuff happens. Every time uh, I get an alert from Netflix that there are more episodes of that show, I'm like, how? Yeah. 
Who they're really the on top of it. That they put the season up like two days after it ends. Yeah, CW. Like CW has some kind of agreement with with Netflix because their shit goes up like Riverdale went up like two yeah. two days after the season finale. Like super fast, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, okay." So I just kind of skimmed the episode descriptions, looking for anything juicy. It's like, no, all of this sounds terrible. Yeah. This sounds terrible. This sounds terrible. And then I just, you know, from being on Tumblr my entire life, I see that, you know, Cass is dead. Crowley is dead. Mark Shepard, who plays Crowley, had a huge, had like a big falling out with the show apparently because he's been really catty to them on Twitter. And like really? one of the show. One of the showrunners on Twitter was like, we'll miss you, Mark. Like, don't give up hope. You know, maybe one day you'll be back and it'll be awesome. And Mark Shepard, like, immediately shut him down. He's like, with all due respect, you're misleading the fans because there's no plans to have Crowley back ever. Wow. And people were like, what? What is happening? Why are you so mad, Mark? Oh, that's really juicy. He's, like, really pissed off about something, and there's, like, rumors that, you know, he had, that he wanted a specific line in the finale, like, Crowley's last line, and they were like, no. Wow, really? And, you know, he told the story of some sort of con where he, like, he wanted a line in the last episode, and they're like, nope, and they cut it. What? So, they're being mean to Mark for some reason. And I want to know what that is, but he probably can't talk about it now. Like, maybe he's on a contract. Super interesting. Yeah, I want to hear more about it. Because I love hearing stuff about, you know, shows falling apart <laughs> and actors being bitches. That is hilarious. Oh, yeah. are the wheels finally coming off of Supernatural? No, I they're don't know. not. They're not. No, they're not. They're, they're so not. And it's so frustrating because, like, an article was written where it was like, Supernatural has no end in sight, you know? Like, the contract apparently states that the show will keep going as long as the actors want to keep doing it. Oh, my God. That's terrible, because I yeah. feel like though they sh- they shouldn't. Yeah. There's no way. The actors should not be the ones who make that decision. Oh, that's fucking... I, but, like, again, <laughs> 12 seasons, and, like, of just nothing going on. Like, just yeah. the same recycled stuff from the first five, like... Do they still yeah. even do, like, Monster of the Week at this point anymore? Is it just... They they do sometimes, but it's become... it It's become filler. Like, whereas yeah. it used to be the show, it's really just a distraction so they can fill 24, 24 episodes a goddamn season. Yeah, that's a, that is an ungodly amount of episodes. Before they get back to the... Before they get back to the, the real story of the season. But, I mean, what I get so mad about, like, oh my god, Lucifer's back. And... Lucifer's back, and we have to find a way to get him, but Lucifer, the first season he was around, season five, or maybe, like, season four, um, was so scary. Like, the the brothers didn't want to run into him at all, because they knew if they ran into Lucifer unprepared, it would be instant death. And now they just go find him for the fuck of it. Yeah, that's the problem I have with the show, is, like, where do you realistically go after, like, and that's what, they never answered that question in the seven seasons it's been on since season five is that once you've stopped the apocalypse how where can you realistically go from there like nothing nothing else seems important yeah you have to bring all the heavy hitters back to keep up in the ante yeah but then but if they keep coming back it means it means you haven't killed them somehow it means they're less scary like they've completely nerfed Every yeah, you're absolutely right. Every every with every person they bring back, the importance of what happened before it just gets less and less and less to the point where like nobody even will nobody even seems to acknowledge that the first five seasons have even happened. Really, yeah. But, 
what I the other thing my other top complaint besides villains holding no uh, holding no uh, power anymore was that um, in I mean if these were real people Dean six years ago spent forty years in hell yeah and we never hear about it anymore because it's not something that you could realistically he couldn't realistically do all the things he does with the history that he has and now he goes to hell regularly yeah they've been back yeah why or you. Know, They've, yeah, they've been to hell. I've seen that episode. I saw them go one time to bust out Bobby. For some reason, Bobby was in hell. Yeah. He was a sinner. What did he do? He he wrote the show. What's the? <laughs> <laughs> he wrote season six. He wrote season like, six. Come get me, son of a bitch. There was like a witch that froze them in a flashback. Like that was the witch's deal: is that it froze you in bad memories. Of of course. It was briefly, and so both of their So it was just the pig and a poke episode all over again. Huh. Probably a little bit. Pig and a but poke. Froze, but so you see them frozen, and they're clearly having flashbacks of hell, and then they snap out of it, and then they look at the, you know, by the end of the episode, they're like, man, that sucks. Hell was awful. And then they never speak of it again. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> hey, let's get a beer. I mean, Dean, Dean should be a completely different person, and it seems like he got over hell, like immediately, just forgot that it happened. Well, they yeah. never, because there's too much history now to keep track of. Absolutely. With the amount of with the amount of post traumatic stress disorder these guys would have, and after a while, <laughs> it just gets not funny anymore. Well, that's the thing. Like, and the, like the things that made them so fun and like so good in the first five seasons, that, like they they really had that chemistry of like they were brothers, and like they interacted like they were brothers, and they uh, had that like adolescent man baby talk to each other. But now yeah. that you're twelve seasons in, like they shouldn't be talking like that anymore. Like Dean sounds yeah. like a man child. Yeah. Like, it just sounds you're like, dude. You gotta grow up. Like, you yeah. gotta pay some bills. You gotta. He's you gotta so goddamn immature. And he, and they, yeah, and the two brothers, like their relationship never evolves past. I gotta right. protect you. I'm yeah. gonna keep this a secret, even though I know I should fill you in on what's going on, so we can work oh, yeah. together on this bullshit. <laughs> it's like they it, keep it, making the same mistakes. Yeah. Again, it worked in like that condensed five season run because like. At least you could explain away that like it serves an overarching plot, but like yeah. if Sam when goes they were to the bathroom years now, old. and Dean's like, I oh, can't tell him he went to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, like he is like his eyes well up with tears for the five millionth time. Like you look funny and cool when you're blasting Motorhead in a leather jacket driving down the road at 26, but when you're pushing 40, you guys are like, you you gotta like, you gotta get a job. It's like, what are you doing? We should address the fact that you guys haven't changed in 12 years. Yeah, like. Dean, you're emotionally yeah. and mentally stunted. Dean, you got to change your times, man. They both have yeah. arrested development. <laughs> hey, that's the name of the show. <laughs> it's another show that's getting a new season. Oh, it's back, baby! So excited. Well, allegedly, uh, are they? Did they? Are they all locked down? Yeah, no, I'm Bateman, pretty sure that's confirmed. Bateman was like the big linchpin, and once Bateman signed on, I think they were like, "Yep, we're yeah. we're a go." We're gonna have well, he's the only post- one that gets movie deals still, so... Yeah. Uh, Ouch. Yeah. There it was Michael yeah, Sarah at one that point. Can yeah, Michael Sarah kind of oh. fell apart. Well, Will Arnett gets movie deals still. Does he? Oh, he's yeah. Batman. He does oh, a lot right. of voice, voice work. Voice work. Right. But that, I mean, voice work can be done under any circumstances anywhere. You just have to bring a, a nice microphone and a, and a phone. Though Jeffrey yeah. Tambor and uh, Jen- Jennifer Walters still work together, so that'll be good. They do? Yeah, and Archer. What's Jeffrey Tambor doing on Archer? He's a bunch of characters. He was just he just did Dream they just finished Dreamland on Archer, but he was uh he was one of the other people. I can't remember in the first couple seasons, but Archer's good. I enjoy it. And then it can go with Deadpool on FXX. 
Oh, yeah. Speaking of Deadpool-ish stuff. Uh, what? Did, oh, did you read? I read this this morning. Did you read that Fox is contemplating an X-23 spinoff? Of course they what? are. They're gonna, it, they, well, the question posed to the executive who they were talking to, I can't remember who it was, uh, sorry, but the question was, um, will she join the main X-Men franchise? And he said, well, we, we're still trying, we're still in the discussion phases trying to figure out what will no, be best for the no character. Way. She's just too brutal to be yeah. in that universe. He said, he said, and honestly, it's very early going, but right now we're leaning a lot more towards giving her her own movie than making her join either New Mutants or the main X-Men it would, franchise. Yeah, like, she's just too much of a monster, like, which yeah. is great. Like, her solution to any X-Men problem would be to cut its head off. Yeah. And they're like, ugh. We, need, mean, we, do, we gotta have more angst than that. Wait, what network would it be on? Well, it would be a movie. Oh, no, but you said, we're, oh, okay. Because, yeah, it would have to be a movie. <laughs> no, because, De- I mean, Deadpool I- will be joining FXX. He gets oh, okay. His own, he has a cartoon Because I'm thinking, like, you can't take him down from the rated R, brutal, gritty, realistic, oh, you know, trauma. Wait, it's going to be a cartoon? Yeah, it's an animated series. I did not know this. Yeah. I oh, found out the other day that apparently there was going to be an Ant-Man cartoon, too. What? I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. I, I didn't know that either until I was looking at screenshots. Well, that is crazy. Speaking of Ant-Man... Uh, Captain Marvel is going to deal with the, oh, the quantum universe, quantum universe that, that he Ant-Man. falls into. For some reason, that universe has like taken off. I don't know why everyone loves that universe so much. Wait, what do you mean taken off? Like ever since Ant Man was introduced, everyone's like the quantum universe. Oh. Now, <laughs> who's everyone? Doctor Strange built an entire movie around it. <laughs> no, Doctor Strange's whole thing was just alternate realities. Hmm. Those are not the same. Mm-hmm. People love that pseudoscience. You're wrong. I am right, Tiny Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't care for it. He stinks, and I don't like it. I just the only thing it's going to have to do that's going to have to do with it is I just think that's where she's going to get her powers from in this version. They already said it's not going to be the Kree. It's not going to be so. Captain Marvel typically gets her powers in her traditional origin story. Uh, a Kree spaceship lands. She finds some machine in it. What's it called, Greg? Uh, Nerd wow. talk. Um, <laughs> doesn't she? Doesn't she rescue an injured Marvel? Yeah, but there's a machine he, there. I can't remember. She what gets it is. sick from it or contaminated it, from it. It blow, No, it blows up and it gives her her powers. It, it fuses her DNA with his. Well, that's because they do the fusion dance. Uh, you know, for a guy who doesn't watch Dragon Ball Z, you sure know a lot of Dragon Ball Z stuff. It was on before Voltron and Tsunami. Oh, that's true. Ugh, Dragon Ball Z was terrible. Oh, come on. Nope, terrible, awful. I'm the only person here who, who enjoys it. <laughs> for the schlock that it is. Ugh. Uh, I'm watching the new one. You know, they commissioned a new one recently. Why? Because they uh, they realize people are still buying t-shirts, so maybe we should put out uh, a television <laughs> show to supplement this, <laughs> this money yeah. machine. All oh. the 80s and 90s kids have money now, so maybe we should yeah. make a new show for them. Like, this whole decade has been about that. Because the original creator, every decade's about that now, Jen. But, about uh, going back 20 or 30 okay. years for the kids who are old What's enough? What's the matter with you? What do you want? Oh, be nice to her. Uh, because Put her on the your original, shoulder. She's happy. The yeah. original... Look what you've done. <laughs> Started talking about Dragon Ball Z and you've infuriated the child. She watches it with me every morning. No, she doesn't. Yes, yeah, she does. Why do you think she cries so much? 
No. Poor thing. Stop. Uh, so we don't care about that. We're, we're going to move on. That'd All right, I'm gonna, hold on. I'm going to take sucks. her out for a second. I'll be right back. She wants, she wants a hug. Did you say take her out? Like a dog? <gasps> oh. Mean to that baby. What a what a great parent. <laughs> He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, God. Poor Boo-Boo. What the hell were we even talking about? Dragon Ball Z. How did we get know. to that, though? Um, Bobby just brought it up out of the clear Something blue sky because we were talking about cartoons. That's right. What the hell was leading into that? Are we talking about aliens today? The yes, I want to talk about alien. He was fucking taking a fart. I don't know what the hell he was doing. <laughs> Has he seen it yet? No, I think you're the only one that's seen it so far. I've I'm heard, the only one that's seen it. I, I've been like, I've been chomping down reviews of it, trying to gain a a world view of it, but yeah. Well, I I. Well, I'll get into it. We'll, we'll save that gold for when Bobby comes back. Brian will, Brian will come on and inevitably defend it, because he'll be like, look, I liked Prometheus. <laughs> is he coming today, or is he's No. He's I, I don't know where the hell today. he is. Well, we shouldn't even talk about it if I'm the only one. We need at least two people to duke it out. Especially no, he's, if he's probably going to defend it. He's going to defend it, and like, I'm just... At the end of the day, I'm not even going to agree with it anyway, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Look, I did my research. I'm usually the person who likes everything besides Supernatural. Ugh. So, I have gosh. to I have to put my foot down on this nonsense. I, like, I just... I don't think anyone in America has enjoyed an alien movie since, like, 1992. I can see where people would have enjoyed Prometheus, but I skipped that one. I know I was, the gist of it. I was out on Prometheus the minute I saw the ship because I thought it was a shameless ripoff of Firefly. Oh, okay. I was like, I will not. But it might also be a clever Easter egg, because in Firefly, there's a Weyland-Yutani reference. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. But but then again, like, I don't think that Ridley Scott would stoop to that level. I think he would. I think he's shameless. You know? You think so? Well, I mean, this certainly seems to just be a shameless money grab, because there's nothing else to this movie. It was just, there was too much going on with, like, the... And it's not even so much, like a greater theme, but, like, there was just too much, like, Jesus Christ allegories and all that stuff in mm. Prometheus, and I was like, yeah, all right. That wasn't in this one, but good God, was it complicated. I can imagine it being complicated. If Did they leave that it, scene in where they go back to the the engineer planet? They don't go back to the... No, wait. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing takes place on the engineer planet. Really? Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm a little bit murky on the details of the previous movie, so someone might have to fill me in. But uh, the whole, basically, the whole thing, what are we talking about? If you've seen Alien, Alien you've seen it. Basically, take the plot of Alien and put it on Prometheus on a planet, and that's Prometheus. Okay. Like they land on the they land on the original. They land on a planet. They find a bunch of eggs. The eggs hatch. Um, mm-hmm. The ship uh, Idris Elba crashes his ship into the other ship to prevent it from leaving the planet and Mm -hmm. then basically it ends with her like the last surviving person is the girl the main character and David and they decide they're going to take the last ship and fly to engineer homeworld right Finn okay so that makes sense Finn yeah it makes it's such a like a such a dumb movie yeah and it had such promise but did we jump did we just jump straight to 
No, we didn't. We, we made a lot started, of progression. You jumped. We, start, <laughs> we started talking about it. Um, guys, and, guys, I, I'm from the past. I'm here. <laughs> we no have to you. talk about the future. <laughs> I'm here to give valuable information about Speaking the future. Speaking of, I finished Who won the World Series. I finished suck. Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> oh, you finished? <laughs> have you seen it all? Yeah. Uh, I it have. was good. I really it, liked it. it was the ending season. was so abrupt that like, I thought there was another episode, and... Yeah, it just it wasn't. It was there. so like, why was he dressed like Marty McFly? Why did he have the DeLorean all for that one joke? I didn't get yes. that. Yes, yes, yes. Like, oh what? man, I haven't seen the end of Kimmy Schmidt. It literally means nothing. Like just saying those two <laughs> words means nothing. Means but nothing. yeah, I really like that season. It was a good season. It was great. I'm liking it I, so I, far. It, I was so annoyed because like we watched the last episode, not knowing it was the last episode, and the next day I went to work. I came home. I had boobs in California stuck in my head all day. I was like, yeah, more Kimmy Schmidt. Boobs in perfect. California. Uh, the best boobs <laughs> in the world. Um, and I came home, sat down, and I went to go put a new one on, and it was like, there are no new ones. Like, yeah, uh, Netflix like, is getting meh, weird with meh, their episodes. Meh. Like, same thing with Sense8. Sense8 had 13 episodes, and that's in the first season. And I'm like, all right, 13 episodes, that's what I'm in for. And, like, I sat down for the second season, and I got to, like, 11 and I was like, wow, that was an intense episode. I wonder where they go from here. And it was like, stay tuned for the next one. I'm like, nowhere. What? Weird. They canceled the Get Down this week. They did. Yeah. Which is, which is good news for Sense8 because those two are the most expensive shows. Yeah, I think that was the first time they canceled a show after one season. Yeah. Because no, of, they did, didn't they do two seasons of the Get Down? They did a part one and part two for season one. Uh, I, I watched most of it. My wife watched the whole thing, and I was like in the room most of the time that it was on. Yeah, it was weird. But like, it's one of those things. If you don't like Boz Lerman, and I don't, yeah, then this isn't going to change your mind. But if you do, you're going to think it's fucking amazing. The guy I work mm-hmm. with watched it. He, he was into it. But. Yeah, it's just he's. I don't like his style in general. That's fair. But I mean, it's fine if you if you. Like it, I I get it. It's definitely not for me though. Um, what? Anyway, uh, <laughs> hey, Jen saw Alien Covenant. <laughs> yeah, and it was terrible. Now it's progressive for me. See, now I now I'm now I'm into it. No, <laughs> yeah, was that was a, a better transition. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, Did you? So you saw it, right? Yeah, you saw it. We just talked about this. Yeah, I saw. So, Jen, what do you think? Uh, it was it was not a good movie. It ended, <laughs> and uh, I looked at my husband and I said that was really bad, because and not for I mean, um, inconsistent like uh, previous storylines and and in, and uh, continuous plot lines and like allusions to previous movies aside, the entire plot of the movie was driven by really shitty, stupid decisions made by adults who are supposed to be trained for this sort of thing. Every mm. decision was a bad one. Two of the most major decisions being that the crew, that a portion of this crew decides to go down on an alien planet with no protective gear and no helmets. Yeah, so what happens? That sounds like an alien movie. Yeah. So what happens? <laughs> you know what would help get... if you ran into a face hugger? A helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or you know what would happen? Now there's a new type of alien that uh, infects, that uh, gets into you by spore. Oh, that's from Prometheus, I think. If I remember yeah. right. So yeah. I didn't actually so, see the movie, so take it with a grain of salt. So of course, two of them immediately step on a spore, and the dust goes into their ears and noses, and they and an alien pops out like literally twenty minutes later. Oh, um, 
So, well, but, I mean, but I'm like, why would you go into, they, they're like, oh, we're doing a scan and, and, the, and it looks like it's a perfect host for us. It's like, you'd still go down there with fucking helmets. Like you did in Prometheus. <laughs> Like they went, they went down on the on Prometheus. They went down with helmets, and then the other decision is that uh, um, what is Eastbound and Down? What's, what's that guy's name? Danny. Oh, McBride. Kenny. Yeah, Danny. Also, McBride. Kenny Powers. Kenny, also, <laughs> yeah, Kenny, Kenny Powers. Powers. Kenny Powers is in this movie. Could you um, imagine if he was just in the movie as Kenny Powers? As Kenny I imagine Powers. him playing nothing but Kenny Powers in every role he's in. <laughs> you know what? If he was Kenny Powers, that would make sense because. The entire cast of this movie is on a ship carrying 2,000 colonists in hypersleep, in cryosleep or whatever it is. So there's 2,000 humans in cryosleep, and then there's 4,000 embryos, because they're going to go colonize a new planet. So when the eight characters that go down to the planet get stuck, and the rest of them are up in this uh, spaceship hovering in space over the planet... um, the eight characters get stuck, separated by an electrical storm that was there the whole time, so they really shouldn't have gone down on the planet in the first place, because they knew the electrical storm was going to cut off communications. They're like, oh my god, we're in trouble, things have really gone to shit, there's aliens down here, and they're fucking eating us, we need help. And Danny McBride's like, let's fucking go down there and get them. And everyone's like, the ship's not made to handle that, and we will fall apart and die. And he's like, let's do it anyway. And so they do. And I turn to my husband, I'm like, no! And it's because his wife is on the planet. So he's making an emotional decision. He's like, but my wife is down there, we gotta go get her. And I'm like, still though, I don't think anybody would say, yeah, let's, that's about 5,000 of us here. Let's go rescue eight fucking people. Ugh, it's I like, no one, and I'm just like, that's the, I can't, that took me out of it. Because I'm like, no, he wouldn't say that. So like, how did the other alien get on the ship? The alien, the, the alien... Never the, the entire movie takes place on the planet, so the alien is pretty. The aliens are pretty much just terrorizing the people who came off the ship to get down on the planet. Um, <laughs> Greg, it's okay. Yeah, Bring your eyes there, there's only again. one scene. There's only one scene with an alien on the ship, and it's because fucking David puts it there. Greg, they, they, like the they, whole, they like... have a synthetic named Walter, who's the next a next generation synthetic, and then they go meet David. And David's obviously evil, but no one picks up on it until it's too late. And David, like, tells the captain, he's like, come, look at what I've been working on. Here's eggs in a cave. He's Wait. like, go ahead and look in there, it's fine. I just, you say David's obviously evil. I just imagine him, people showing up and him being like, yes, I'm breeding things to kill you. And then being like, wow, that's great. Can we see it? That's essentially the movie, Bobby. You're joking, but that's pretty much what happens. But I just imagine him telling How do they explain blank. landing on a planet and finding an exact prior version of, of Walter on the planet? And like, hey, you look familiar. He's like, I came, I came here with Elizabeth Shaw. We traveled. It's the engineer planet. So, well, here's the here's the way. It's he's obviously evil. Is he comes and he rescues them from the aliens, and he's like, come follow me. And they chase him through an entire dead city full of dead bodies, literally within walking distance from where they landed. They didn't know it was there. Um, so they run through an entire city full of millions of dead bodies. Great. And, and they're like, hey, that. yeah, they're like, oh my god, this is weird. Hey, thanks for rescuing this creepy android who is clearly evil. <laughs> I'm sure you have nothing to do with all these dead bodies lying around. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure that that's completely a separate event from when you and Elizabeth did, Shaw landed. Did nobody ask him about that? No, no, it, so, it didn't come up. Hold on, so it they didn't come up. A city of dead bodies. Yep. Find one android who's obviously from Earth, and yep. don't think to say, hey man, what's with all the dead people? 
Yeah, they're like, did you kill those people? Like, I am, I'm 90% sure it didn't come up at all. And it's the first thing they see. And so, and like literally, and the other dumbest thing, like you watch a scene where he's, the, the captain's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why did you let an alien in here? And David's like, mm, okay, I'll explain everything. Follow me. Takes him to like the basement, which is a creepy cave full of alien eggs. And one like <laughs> opens up forebodingly. Yeah, and that David's makes sense. Like, he's like, look in there. It's safe. I promise. <laughs> Immediately face hugger. And we're like, wow, the captain is really fucking stupid. <laughs> Just like, the, the the plot of the movie shouldn't... I know it's a horror movie and you're supposed to have dumb decisions, but it shouldn't be the only thing that drives the plot forward. The only wow. thing that drives the plot forward of this movie is really stupid decisions made by full-grown scientists. And, like, the release couldn't be possibly worse for this movie because we just got Get Out, which is an entire mo- horror movie yeah. where not one dumb decision is made by the protagonist yeah. through the yeah, entire it's thing. So well, the thing it's I don't so get is that, like... These films will like. I'm assuming everyone dies in this, the end of this movie. Like the ship has to be lost. No, I mean. So, so do then, you guys how care? would this ever? No. Like you don't care if I spoil the movie. I don't. No, I genuinely do not care. All right. And the show gives so, a spoiler alert. So I mean, yeah. Spoiler. Okay. Spoiler alert. Uh, David and Walter fight, and David wins. But we don't know until the end of the movie. Like as soon as. One of the synths runs out in Walter's uniform. I'm like, that's David. It's like Walter's uniform. And sure enough, that's it. So he lets the alien onto the onto the mothership. So if Walter's a more advanced version, then how the fuck? You see, you see David, David reaching for a knife, and then they cut away from the fight. So as soon as one of them walks out, I'm like, well, David clearly won. Yeah, David won the fight. He plays Walter until the two people who survive, only two, go back into cryo sleep. And as she's falling asleep, she's like, oh, are you going to help me build my log cabin on the lake? Which is something from the beginning of the movie that she and Walter were talking about. And that's when she realizes that it's David because he doesn't remember a conversation they had four days ago. Yeah. Uh, and then she screams and she's like, no, no, no. And she goes back into sleep and the ship flies away with David in charge. And now he's got all of these human bodies and a couple of alien embryos that he smuggled with him onto the ship to experiment with. Because this whole deal is that... He was experimenting with life on the on the engineer planet, and now he has a whole ship full of humans and aliens. And so David is the creator of the xenomorph. Yep. The engineers created humans, humans created synths, and synths created xenomorphs. And that's the, and See, that's like, the I lineage. Hate I hate knowing where they come from. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta leave shit alone. I didn't know at first that these were prequels. I had totally yes. forgotten about that. And then when I went, I was like, what, what am I looking at? What is happening? I was like, oh, it's a prequel. Oh, no. They're not <laughs> aliens. They're not aliens at all. <sighs> Experimentations. Whatever. Yeah. So, so kind of like, oh, that's kind of sad. I wish that all of this and the space jockey and all this shit was just one big fucking mystery forever. We don't need this. Mm. We don't need any of this. The best possible outcome for these movies is that they get killed after this one and we get Neil Blomkamp's reboot instead semi reboot whatever just give me more colonial marines <laughs> that's all i want and then the predator shows up yeah yeah the, well, apparently i heard this complaint about the movie the alien versus predator movies uh, apparently alludes to the fact that the aliens have been around since uh 2000 bc or whatever 
Yeah. And yes. then this movie completely uh, blows that. that out of the water, so the mm. Alien vs. Predator movies aren't canon, if you were really committed to that and really uh, invested in that emotionally. Yeah, I that's think that's no for the better thing. in general, but... Um, I mean, I know those were just schlock. Oh, they were movies, so bad. Just for the sake of it, but... They yeah. were deliciously bad, but so fucking bad. But you know what? I bet that the Alien vs. Predator movie had better alien special effects than this movie did. Uh, I hope so, because those were, were not good. Well, I still alien, I stand by uh, my statement from last week's show that the worst alien effects are in uh, Alien 4. Resurrection. 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 Yeah, those were the worst. Because that know, was I like when CG was still in like the early phases. They were you guys? Really... I don't think you were here, mm-hmm. Bobby, when me and Brian were talking about the failed version of Alien. Resurrection, I think it was. The failed version of Resurrection? There's, it was, it was alien a canceled 3. movie. There's either Alien 3 or Alien Resurrection, but basically the plot is that, like, Ripley and Hicks are trying to get back to Earth to win. Oh, Alien everybody. 3. Yeah, I, I've heard of this. And the aliens land, and it's a big war, and, like, the aliens win, and at the end of the movie, a ship lands, and the Predator steps out. <laughs> I didn't know that part of it. Holy yeah, shit. like, the end of the movie is, like, the Earth has been, like, completely overrun by Alien, and then at the end, one ship lands, and the door opens up, and, Predator, and like, a bunch of Predators walk out. That's Wouldn't it be so much more badass if just one predator walked out? Yeah, dude. So, <laughs> predator fucking rules. So cool. Uh, I gotta see that movie. Again. Oh fuck! I wish they made that. Is there a script somewhere online? I don't know how Brian knows about it. I'm sure he's found it somewhere. But yeah, I sent that. I tried to send that article that I was referencing last week about how Xenomorph is a big misnomer, and he was just, he disappeared off the face of the earth and never read it. I wish so. he was here. We could argue about this movie. He would tell you that Prometheus was great. That it had yeah. something, to, something about religion and blah, Prometheus blah, blah, blah. might be great. I have to see it again. <laughs> so now that now that Jen has uh, has jumped on her first grenade for the show, oh yeah, Jen, uh, yep, yes. Final word on Alien Covenant. Oh, so not worth it. <laughs> well, there you go. Not even I as a bad it. movie. Like not even to go see and be like, <laughs> the tribe has spoken. No, because it carries so much weight with it. It's not. It shouldn't be just something you don't enjoy for being bad because it's supposed to be. Yeah, you know, it's supposed to explain so many things. It's they go from the James Franco dies in a fire in the first thirty seconds. I want to throw that in there too. Nice. Um, All right. Oh, you got, you got, uh, you got Sylvester or Steven Seagal. I think he was he's there. the deceit. Uh, he he's the de, uh, the captain that dies immediately and puts this other guy in charge, which is part of the reason why all these bad decisions get made. I promise um, I'm not ignoring my baby screaming. My wife is there. Poor baby. You're ignoring her. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's, I think that's one of the biggest problems I have with the Alien Universe is that, like, it's getting so preachy and so, like, weighty and so heavy yeah. with all of its tones where it can't just be like, oh, man, there's a scary alien on this ship. And they're like, oh, you know what we should do? Send a bunch of big-ass guns to go kill that thing. <laughs> like, and, and right after that point, everything got too much. Like, yeah. And it's just like, Allegories for things that I don't really need to care about, and like, I would I would say after Aliens, it could it can't be a horror movie anymore. It's just it's not possible because yeah. it went so over the top, and it put the the thing about horror movies is like you're afraid of the thing in the dark, mm-hmm. and after Aliens, they weren't in the dark anymore. Yeah. Right. They they were you'd seen them you knew then how you they see operated. it's just a really tall skinny guy in a in a bodysuit, which is fine. Or what the thing that was scary after that was the the overwhelming numbers and how like you couldn't get around them and it wasn't that like oh there's something creeping in the dark and once that's not the thing you're afraid of anymore it's not mm-hmm. effective 
So yeah. for, for Ridley Scott to come back and be like, I'm going to make this a horror movie again, it just doesn't fucking work. Because yeah. yep. we've seen them and we know how they operate. And that leads to things that once had weight to them, like a face hugger popping out of an egg, being ridiculous and hilarious. Yeah. Like that whole scene mm-hmm. with Newt in the room, when Newt and Ripley are trapped in the room with one face hugger, no longer carries that, like intensity because like who who fucking cares yeah we know we know it could just be a spore yeah yeah and that, that that's even dumber so like now you know that there's there's no there's no tension because it could just be in the air yeah, Ooh, yeah. it's the happening great thanks yeah. M. Night Shalama Scott yeah, I knew it hmm. I knew it there's no they go right into they go as fast as they can they introduce scary alien things which are all CG'd and bulletproof for some reason what so I think there, there. I mean, I think one alien gets shot and dies from getting shot. But the rest of them, the rest we see in all different permutations. Like there's little tiny aliens. There's things that there's like the chest, the ones that pop out of the chest. Yeah. Uh, there's like there's like five different types of aliens because they all they all go through the life cycle in 24 hours to become of the big the big black classic alien. But the, there's only one that dies. Hours? Let's not yeah. talk about how that's biologically impossible. But this okay. movie does not take place over a long amount of time. It's not. Uh, it doesn't take place over a long amount of time. But you see an alien go from spore. Fifteen minutes later, it's popping out of somebody's chest and killing people and, and, and scratching at people and running away. Then it comes back a couple hours later when they're camped out with flares, and then it attacks the whole compound, and they keep shooting at it and it doesn't die. And it runs away again. Like, oh no, I'm being shot See, at. And but like, even that life cycle completely flies in the face of the original Alien movie because uh, I forget the name of the the guy, John Hurt's character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's in like a coma for a full day with the Dallas. chestburster incubating in him. Dallas. Oh. Dallas. Thank you. Dallas. Dallas is incubating that chestburster for a whole day before it pops yeah. out. This in this fuck? one. They the, obviously the guy... took it from the from the video game, which was fucking awesome, by the way. <laughs> Stop. That kid, if you in that Alien vs. Predator two, best game ever made. Oh my gosh! You, you could be a game. marine, a predator, or an alien. But if you chose alien, you had to start as an egg, and <laughs> then you burst out of the egg, and you were a face hugger, and you were crawling around the map. And all of this is happening while you have marines and predators shooting at each other. You're just a little face hugger, like skirting across the lane. And if you jumped on a, if you jumped on a, um, a marine, you went into them, you killed them. It was like an instant kill. Mm-hmm. But you went in and you had to literally click. You would click the mouse and it would chew your way out of his stomach and you would be a chestburster. Oh. And oh you became God. a chestburster. And if you survived long enough on the map without being killed, you became a xenomorph. And if you <laughs> stayed long enough alive as a xenomorph, you became a queen. And it was it was, it was was so fucking cool. It was such a That's great way cool. to do it. And, and then if you did What happened if you were a facehugger and you latched onto a predator? Predator. Great question, Bobby. <laughs> Well, I'm glad same I asked. Thing, the same thing would happen, only you'd become a Praetorian, which was like, yeah. you were basically unkillable. Like, that, that was like the height of what everyone wanted to do, because you Wait, couldn't be stopped. Was the, uh, one was of the, the theories throughout prey... the movies is that depending on what a face hugger latches onto, it affects what type of alien that'll pop out. Yes. So yeah. that, xenomorph that's comes out of humans. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that, but yeah. I was like, oh, well, that's, that's at least interesting. Yeah. I, I really wish that they'd made that the focal point. That's yep. the one crossover... Um, thing that's been consistent across all mediums. Yeah. That, the, that the type of the what you latched person pops out of affects how it comes out. Yeah. Okay. Because I always that's, thought that was yeah. cool, but it wasn't really addressed in the movie. That that yeah, was I think that was in Prometheus a little bit. 
Am I wrong? It, yeah, but only because uh, that weird looking alien came out of the engineer, but they didn't say like, oh, that's why that happened. It was I think people okay. just kind of had to draw that conclusion, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was their like ham-fisted way of saying like, look what these will become eventually. Yeah. But then all but now all the engineers are dead, so it doesn't fucking matter. Nope. Bum, 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 bum. Dun, so dun, dun. But, yeah, so is the is the Praetorian at least cooler looking than the Predalien from Oh he's rad as fuck. He's so cool. Mm-hmm. He's got and like all, all the Marines have like all the movie stuff, so they have like the smart gun that tracks people. Uh you have the motion like and if you're the Marine, the only way to follow people is you have to use like the motion detector to follow where people are going. Oh fuck. It, it's it's honestly the game was so fucking good for its time. Like it had like the exosuit, like the power suit you could walk around in. Holy um, shit, oh, nice. I'm looking at the Praetorian now. It looks oh, like it's awesome. I Googled the shit out of this. It looks like an awesome cross between like the Queen and the basic alien form. Yeah. The Xenomorph form. And, like, the Predator had all the sounds from the movie. Like, when you changed your vision, it was like... And, like, it slid across. <laughs> and, like, it was... You could you could turn invisible as the Predator. It was so... It was honestly, like... The game itself was so, was so fucking far ahead of itself. So if you became a Praetorian, you could summon other aliens? Dude, you were, you were, a, you were a killing machine. You were unstoppable. <laughs> it basically became, like... The natural flow of the game was, like, if a Praetorian showed up on the map, like... The aliens and the humans and the predators would all just like. It's good for them on their part. That's good planning. Yeah. You know what else is good planning? What? Subscribing to this. Oh shit. Facebook page. I knew you were gonna say it. Awfully salty on Facebook. Salty pot on Twitter. You can also subscribe there. Like Jared, my banners, uh, motherfucker. Jared tweets his ass off yeah. all day. And then uh, awfullysalty.tumblr.com mm-hmm. is uh, the Tumblr page where we. Uh, where we ship. Greg, who do you ship? I ship everything. Oh my. <laughs> Jen, who do you ship? Destiel Forever. Who? Oh, Destiel. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's uh, the ship name, Bobby. Get with it. Jesus I'm, Christ. I'm, I'm shipping, uh, I'm shipping overnight FedEx. Um, uh, lame. No, Cop out. I can't. Who do you I ship? Uh, who do you ship, motherfucker? Uh... Cora and Asami. Oh, shit, I was trying to come up with the air- Airbender <laughs> one too, because I just watched the uh, I just rewatched the clip of uh, Azula versus Zuko. Oh, it's such a uh, good fight! It's so good. It's the it's best so one in the whole show. It's beautiful. Um, anyway, what a beautiful fight. Anyway, Terrible. all right, Cora Asami. Uh, subscribe to the show on. <laughs> subscribe to the show <laughs> on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, we'll see y'all later, Twinkle Toes. So long.